can't sleep yet. The doctor said it takes 48 hours to get that stuff out of your system. I wonder how long it takes to get someone you're stuck on out of your system. I know how you feel, Miss Kubelik. You think it's the end of the world, but it's not. I went through exactly the same thing myself. And I was mad about it. But I knew it was hopeless, and I decided to end it all. You know where I finally shot myself? Where? Here. In the knee? It was a year before I could bend the knee. <laughs> but I got over the girl in three weeks. Still lives in Cincinnati. Has four kids and gained 20 pounds. Sends me a fruitcake every Christmas. And that's from the apartment. And if you've ever been through a breakup, it can feel devastating, absolutely world-ending initially. And what you need to do is keep the longer-range perspective and not shoot yourself in the knee because, as he said, he cut over the girlfriend in, what was it, three weeks? <laughs> and uh, it took a long, lot longer to get over the knee injury. So you want to, how do you keep that longer-range perspective? That's one of the many things we talk about on my show. My show is The Rational Basis. Of, of happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions. And even though it's not therapy, I can give you a few tips that may put you on a better path and even uh, try out some therapy at some point if you're not already uh, a veteran. I, and right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Emily. Emily, you're having some difficulty with your daughter. She's got some a painful disease and also a lot of anger about it. Yes, um, this is about my seven-year-old daughter, Rebecca. Okay. She's a child that was diagnosed with Turner syndrome. Okay. That means that she's smaller than her um, same age girls, and as an adult, she won't be able to have children, and I would like to ask how we can help her cope with that. And also, she is um, very angry, and um, I observe that she has a lot of anger and pain bottled up inside her because she had to go through all these painful examinations, and... When she thinks of the visits to the doctor, she sometimes picks up books and throws them onto the floor, or she hits her younger sister. Yeah. So how can we help her handle the anger and aggression? And if you still have time, um, Turner girls also have uh, problems with hyperactivity and ADD, as well as um, acquiring social skills. Okay, so um, let me go to the first example, I mean the first point that I want to make, which is that if I'm feeling really angry and somebody says to me, Ellen, you shouldn't feel angry, you just have to accept it, how, am, how do I feel now? You know, you feel that the other person doesn't take you seriously. Yes, that's exactly right. So she, your daughter doesn't want, you, you don't want to dismiss your daughter's feelings. In fact, if someone listened to me, if I say I'm feeling really angry and I tell them I'm really angry, it's not fair, I'll never be able to have children, and she may not be thinking of that aspect at this time, but I'm too short, and why me? Why do I always have to go to doctors? My friends don't have to go to doctors. And if someone says to me, Honey, I hear you, and I wish for your sake that weren't the case. It's so hard. I, I can see how frustrated you are. You'd much rather be, you know, out playing in the playground or uh, being able to do activities that your friends are doing rather than visiting doctors. And there may be a part of her mind that says, Yeah, you're right. She feels listened to without any yes mm -hmm. buts. And so I'm assuming mm -hmm. you already know this because you answered that so well. 
do you know that 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 there's it's a uh, one of the hardest skills we as parents can learn is mm-hmm. to really listen to the pain rather than try to counteract it directly or dismiss it or try to talk a child out of it mm-hmm. i can recommend a book uh, that was the gold standard for me. My kids are in their 30s now. It's how to talk so kids will listen and listen mm-hmm. so kids will talk. Are you familiar at all with that, Emily? Yes. Um, and the very first chapter deals with how the skill of listening to your child's emotion because that's going to make it easier for you. Then later on in that book, it deals with the next point I want to make, which is her anger. When she, you need to put boundaries on that anger and. Um, and if she's hitting her younger sister, that's the first thing that that I, I heard as a, a, a visual that you want to address. You can tell her. You can feel. Does is how her younger sister is how old? Uh, five years old. Five years old. And what is her anger towards the younger sister? Jealousy that she doesn't have. That um, she doesn't have to go to the doctor. Okay. So my heart goes out to to the five year old. Guess why? Hmm. Because all the attention is focused most likely on your daughter, the seven-year-old, right? With Turner syndrome. And I've worked with many people who have been in families where a sibling has a handicap or some, you know, tragic, uh, something that they didn't ever invite or the parents didn't want and the parents attention is focused on the sick child or the child who is um, has all the doctor's appointments and the other child is suffocating they so want to be a normal child but they have uh, the guilt of being healthy and vibrant Mm -hmm. and so just a point this is a side point but just a point to give your your younger is it a daughter or a son daughter for you and are you living with your husband too yes okay for for you and your husband to really milk and enjoy the value of that five-year-old and let them thrive even though your seven-year-old might be jealous and and not doing well let them thrive and and also for you to enjoy the thriving without punishing your your seven-year-old your seven-year-old needs better skills and the skills are also in that book how to talk so kids will listen and those authors Mm -hmm. have written multiple books and i recommend them all it's not focused on Turner's syndrome, but it, it's focused on the fundamentals of dealing with children in difficult situations and oh. hel- helping them grow. And what it does there is it gives your daughter alternative ways to express anger. It is not okay to hit your sister. When you feel angry, say, I am feeling really angry, or draw a picture of your anger. You know, when they're younger, you can have them express it more artistically. Draw a picture or have your dolls act out what you're feeling, your stuffed animals, preferably your stuffed animals, so you can do a little play therapy with her. Um, So that's with the anger. With the hyperactivity, um, oh, the other thing before I get to hyperactivity, um, with, with Turner's syndrome, you know, I'm not, I have not had children with Turner's syndrome, you know, I've not worked with them. With, however, 
what your daughter needs is good examples of children who were smaller and thriving, who really did well in life or had were funny or coped well. She needs to see real life examples, even if it's only one example. Like when I watched oh. the movie Helen, uh, The Miracle Worker with Helen Keller. Mm. Have you seen that? Yes. In, she has so many handicaps, and yet by the end, you're so inspired by her. You're, you don't feel like it's the end of the world and woe is me. So you want to have your daughter see it as a po- not as a positive that she has it, but that she can live within her capacity, and eventually she needs to deal with her anger better so she can reach what we call acceptance, acceptance of living within her limits and thriving within her limits. Your five-year-old has a broader scope of living your your seven-year-old will be you know have more difficulties um, but to help her and to help her with stinking thinking I'll never I'll always you why me and all of that to help her do the thinking would it would help to have a cognitive therapist who can give her better thinking skills what is one of the takeaways that you're getting from what I'm saying Emily Is anything hitting home? Mm, yes, I think I must put better boundaries. I mean, I've I've told her not to to hit her sister or other children. Yeah, you need um, to guide her what to do, not what to, not to do. When mm-hmm. you're feeling this angry he- anger, help me understand what's going through your mind, honey. Well, it, she might mm-hmm. say nothing at first, but you you know, you wait, it might be a few days, but you encourage her to speak, to open up. And underneath anger, guess what the under uh, underbelly of anger is? It's sadness. It's loss. And when you get mm-hmm. a person to get to what's driving the anger I'll never be able to or I'm I'm too short or I'm not like the other kids or I have all these doctor's appointments I can't play then you can deal with some of those loss issues individually you want more time to play you want one less doctor appointment you want to do something fun at a doctor's appointment rather than wait all the time you know you can make it a little more manageable for for all of you and um, and I think that will help reduce the hyperactivity too because kids get really anxious and hyper when they don't have control of their own lives. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for the call, Emily. Thanks for your help. You're very welcome. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.